Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. I'm Joe from B1029. We also have Shyler from B1029. And we are discussing, dissecting, speculating about some of the big entertainment stories from the week of January 16th, 2023. So we haven't really talked about Jeremy Renner much since the beginning of the pandemic or since the beginning. Oh, my gosh. Did I just say beginning of the pandemic? Oof. What is wrong with me? Oh, Old oh, habits die hard. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. No. Uh, since the beginning of the new year with his uh, accident with the snowplow where he suffered blunt chest uh, trauma. And so um, he revealed on Twitter replying back to a, a fan because he's on that he's on that show, uh, uh, Mayor of Kingstown, revealing that he was home. He actually is now home. And he also shared uh, over the weekend on his Instagram kind of it's a photo of him and looks like a, a hospital bed or medical bed. And he looks like there's a physical therapist there with him and he's working on one of his legs. And uh, Jeremy writes, quote, morning workouts, resolutions all change this particular New Year's spawned from tragedy for my entire family and quickly focused into into uniting actionable love. He also goes on to thank his, his fans and family. Um, he then reveals that, quote, these 30 plus broken bones will mend, grow stronger, just like the love and bond with family and friends deepens. 30 plus bones he broke in that accident. Grief. Oof. Can we also just acknowledge he has such a way with words, like the way he phrased everything was very eloquent. And I, I, I admire that. Yeah. It's like reading like a poem. Yeah. <laughs> it's very sweet. I know. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, gosh, I mean, I'm glad to see that he's doing better. He's on the mend. I mean, I'll be honest. When I heard what he had suffered originally, I'm like, I don't know if this guy's ever going to walk again. I mean, I mean, mean, if it was a regular dude, I mean, if you know, if it was like me, yeah, I, I would be down for the count. But because I think because he's in such great shape and he stays active and obviously with his roles, he has to. I, yeah. I think that really puts him at a slight advantage for recovery, but 30 broken bones. That's insane. He's a, I mean, he's Hawkeye. He's a Marvel superhero. He has to be in great physical shape. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, cause I mean the, 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 the snowplow ran over his leg or legs. And like his he chest. Was helping some, yeah. I mean, it, uh, gosh. Did you hear like the 911 call? I heard a little bit of that audio. That the neighbor, the neighbor came over and called 911. It took like 20 some minutes for them to reach him because of the snow and the the weather um, surrounding his house. So it took a while to get to him. But his neighbor stayed with him that entire time and like was giving updates and helping him stay conscious because he was saying like he's he's starting to fall asleep. He's like, you know, you got to stay with me. You got to stay with me. So shout out to the neighbor who I mean, I <laughs> That's that's insane. Like the neighbor came out in the freezing cold in the snow and sat with Jeremy Renner and made sure that he stayed conscious enough so he was able to receive help. And he was there, you know, helping to apply pressure on the wounds. He was dictating to the to the 911 dispatcher saying that, you know, it's on his chest, it's on his legs, he's got broken ribs, he's having difficulty breathing. He is like he's a he's aware of everything, but he's in a lot of pain. So it's like without him it would have been it could have been even worse yeah i mean gosh i i, I still can't believe after that i mean he's he looks like he's going to be okay but but you're right i think because he's in great physical shape 
and honestly, I mean, yeah, it took him 20 minutes to get out there. I think had it been any longer, I don't know. I'm sure things would have been a lot worse. Oh, absolutely. Did you see what Chris Evans said? No. Chris Evans commented on the post and said, you know, that's one tough MFR. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, has anyone even checked on the snowcat? <laughs> <laughs> I love Chris Evans. It's, I know. It's one of those, like, you should see the other guy kind of thing. And it's like, exactly. man, that's, Chris Evans, he really knows how to kind of like lighten the mood without being completely out of touch or inappropriate. Oh, yeah, I agree. That's funny. And Chris Hemsworth sent some love to and said that, you know, you're a champion, mate. We love you. So there he got he's getting love from fans, oh, yeah. co colleagues, everyone. So yeah. yeah, here's hoping that that helps his recovery. For sure. All right. Moving on to obviously this broke on uh, on Thursday and we haven't talked about it much because we, we obviously we knew what happened. It's just a matter of how it's going to move forward in the case with the uh, the rust uh, shooting involving uh, Alec Baldwin, the armor, uh, Hannah Gutierrez Reed, that uh, they killed the cinematographer on yeah. that shoot. Uh, that was la last year. Last yeah, year. that was rough. Yeah. I, I I avoided talking about it just because it is. Oh God! Oh, oh, I mean, it's such ago. a. Sorry, two years ago it was in October. Guys, October 2021 that happened. Somehow I was thinking oh in 2022. No, that no, happened in 2021. Good. So to kind of recap what happened, um, the, Alec Baldwin is starring in this this movie, this western movie Rust in New Mexico. This is where they were shooting. Um, they were rehearsing for a scene where Baldwin allegedly fired a handgun that had a live round in it for whatever reason, killing the cinematographer. Uh, uh, is it Halia? No. Helena. Helena, yeah, Helena Hutchins, the cinematographer, on October twenty first, twenty twenty one. And so, after some investigating and such, they shut the movie down for, for investigating. Yes. What allegedly had happened was, like I said, Baldwin was rehearsing the scene. The armor put the gun in Baldwin's hand to rehearse the scene for the shot. the The gun had a live round in it. He fired it. It went off. It struck Hutchins and killed her. Um, and so they've been trying to decide, well, who's really at fault here? Well, on Thursday, the prosecutors um, were going to charge both Alec Baldwin and the armorer, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, with involuntary manslaughter. And so just, uh, I believe it was yesterday, TMZ... Of course, my computer doesn't want to move it <laughs> when I'm clicking over to the story. Um, it was just technology. here recently. Yeah, I know technology. TMZ is now saying that Alec Baldwin will not be charged for involuntary manslaughter. There it goes. Um, and the reason being is because there's no crime when it comes to the incident. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, it was an accident. It's just yeah. more of like accountability i guess right and it's like yeah it's not like people were like yeah we're gonna kill this girl and this is how we're gonna do it like it, it was just a complete horrible accident but yeah i don't know and so here's my thought on this is obviously alec baldwin's the actor now some saying that he had like an, some kind of other role within the movie which it's not really been confirmed if he has another role on the film that I know of other than just acting. 
Oh, but, I thought he was like a producer. Well, then and that's what Summer's saying. Like he, no, he, like Summer trying to say, no, he had more of a role than just starring in this movie. But that's, I don't think that's ever been confirmed. But look, as an actor, and obviously all the different people on a set, if someone's in charge of handling all the weapons, so if you have, you know, guns or whatever, so whatever it is, the armor is in charge of handling that and so alec baldwin being the actor like okay here you go here's the gun okay and you're basically trusting the armorer to know exactly what know what they're doing and so you're trusting that yeah there's nothing in this thing and then you fire it and out shoots a live round first of all here's my question why are there live rounds in a film if it's all supposed to be blanks and pretend and special effects why even have them unless somehow you bought the round of blanks as the whoever's supposed to be getting the things for the film and just one happened to sneak in there by accident that that i guess that's the question is because there there's no reason that i mean look i don't i'm not a film producer i never i have never directed films but just being from someone who watches films and has a little bit of background of kind of seeing how things are done, why on earth would you even need live rounds on a film when there are special effects, um, you know, all, all the different things to make it look real, but obviously not. So then the other question is when, when they, like I said, when they purchase the rounds to use in the gun to make it make the sound, make the flash, you know, whatever it is to make it look real. Wherever they purchased the rounds that were supposed to be blanks that didn't have the actual bullet in them just to make the, the flash and the bang, did one sneak in there by accident? Is it a manufacturer thing? I don't know if we'll ever know. But well, to I, say that- I think the armor is definitely going to like use that as not an excuse, but like that's going to be her defense is that it's a manufacturing error and that these things happen. It's just a horrible, tragic accident. But mm-hmm. as an armor, like, I really do feel like that responsibility fell on her right. to to check. And I don't know if she just didn't have enough experience in the industry yet because she is quite young. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not sure if, if maybe that was the case. And also, you could even argue that Alec Baldwin, I mean, this is not this is not his first rodeo. Like, he... he He's a very seasoned actor, and I I think especially if he has a role behind the scenes that I think when it comes to safety on a set, it is everyone's responsibility to ensure that stuff like this does not happen. And the fact that it did is just, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like this, it's it's almost like a, a, a black flag over the movie. It it is, yeah. And so it feels wrong like, to even be oh, like, I oh, I want to go see that movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, look what happened with the crow back in the nineties. That ha- the exact yeah. same thing happened. Yes. And so you you wonder with these films, you know, with the armors and such, everything's supposed to be fake. Everything's supposed to be pretend. Now, did I mean? To, I think to charge Alec if he really just was the actor. I mean, obviously, some of these actors go through some training. Now, if you've ever seen the John Wick films with Keanu Reeves, Keanu goes through intense training on these weapons. Yes. So when you see him handling it and loading it, I mean, 
they're 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 on YouTube. Go check them out. Go just type in Keanu Reeves, John Wick, you know, shooting training, and he goes through like tactical training with these weapons and fires live rounds. A for safety and B to know how to use them. Yes. And so I think for someone like you know that if you're gonna do these kind of films like this where there's you know guns, I mean I know there's some training, but and and maybe there was some training. We don't know. But I kind of feel that if you're going to be in an action film or a Western where there's going to be guns used, you should probably go through at least some sort of safety training to know that, hey, yes, there's blanks, but there is this potential danger. And maybe that's one thing that we're there that a lot of people now are looking after after this movie. It's like, ooh, maybe we should recheck our protocols on some of these yeah. things. Because, yeah. you know, Alec, I don't know if he knows a lot about guns or not. I don't know. I mean, he's been in action films before. But if you're just there just to act and, you know, shoot, okay, you're you're trusting that the people who are handling these are giving these to you like, yes, this has blanks. This will not hurt anyone. It'll just be a loud bang. Okay. But I think that now moving forward, there should be another extra step where maybe yeah. the actor or actress – was handling it like okay let me double check because i i think that the the shot they were going for when they were rehearsing it if and and, and I, based on just some photos of what tmz has and the, you know they you've seen some of those where they do like the computerized uh like animation of kind of recreating yeah. what happened <laughs> they're a of little course. cheesy but you know how sometimes in movies you get the close-up and Obviously, whoever's running the camera and cinematographer has to be right there. So, yeah, Alec Baldwin, if they're going to get a close-up of him firing, they're going to be standing right in front of that. So, yes, you're kind of well, putting yourself in danger. But should there maybe be some protective glass from now on, just in case? Well, and also, I mean, I mean, let, let's be real. The technology that we have now is – is absolutely wild. Like we can do damn near anything when it comes to CGI, cinematography, all this stuff. So honestly, I understand that, you know, your point of the cinematographer needs to be right there, but do they really? I mean, we can operate actual live round drones in it, 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 that shoot in the, in our military. It's like, why, why do we need to have someone sitting right there when you could just have like a live feed from that camera and the and the director, the cinematographer sitting somewhere safe when it comes to those scenes. Well, and it also could be depending on where they're at. You know, I mean, they, may not, they may not be able to have the full setup wherever they are. They may only course, have enough room true. for like a camera. And because one of the pictures that TMZ has on this article and it shows like they just have one camera and maybe let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, wait, about seven exec or seven staff, and then you got Alec Baldwin. It looks like they're in like a like an old church or something. But I mean, it's a tight space. It's not, you know, a huge soundstage. Let's get all the cameras we have now, because I mean, some of these films are still shot on location. It's yeah, not all like the Mandalorian. Not have all those extra people on set. I mean, if yeah. you have a camera and you can, you know, you have like a feed. You know, what I mean, like we we can look at security footage from wherever we're at. I mean, just right. use that feed. Or, or set it up to where there's a feed coming through so you can monitor the those shots that way. I mean, I think at this point, some kind of 
gun safe protocol is going to have to happen in Hollywood in order for in order for things to move forward. I mean, maybe not. Maybe maybe Hollywood's just like that was an anomaly and that happened on its own, but that's not going to happen to anybody else. But the fact of the matter is when you're handling guns irresponsibly, whether or not they're blanks, live rounds, whatever, when you're handling guns, because guns, they are they are dangerous in the hands of negligible people. When you when you don't have proper training when it comes to weapons, you can hurt, you will hurt yourself or others. So therefore, everyone needs to go through that training. I mean, I, I grew up with guns, so I've 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 I have a healthy respect for right. the weapon itself and for how I handle it. Yeah. And and look, we we have seen, I mean, guns and and that sort of thing have been used in movies for oh hundreds of years, you know, over a hundred <laughs> years. Yes. And so this is nothing new. And I will say though that it does this this sort of incident happens very, very rarely that we know about. So the the percentage of it happening is low. It does happen. Like we've said, it happened on this film. It happened back in the 90s with The Crow. Um, so it it does happen, it's, it, but the percentage is low. But I, I agree. I think that as we want the realism to be there, we have to make sure that there is protocol when using certain weapons, even if it's swords. I mean, look at yeah. look at Kill Bill and Uma Thurman. I mean, she had to go through training on how to use those because, I mean, you, you, you slice the wrong person. Yeah. yeah. And and just the other day I saw a video of um uh there was a a what culture video on YouTube where they talked about some of these scenes and films that were they stayed in because they were so good but they didn't mean, they were not meant to happen. But in one of the punish I forget which Punisher it was um movie it was but anyway uh Kevin Nash plays this Russian and the guy playing the Punisher is supposed to stab Kevin Nash. Well. Again, the person handling the weapons gave him the wrong knife, and he actually did stab Kevin Knight or Kevin Nash with a real knife. Oh my God! Yes, and so obviously, but they kept the the scene in there because Kevin Nash, if you don't know who he is, he's he's a professional wrestler. Kept going, so I mean, so they didn't know until after they said cut. He's like, hang on, let me pull this out. Oh my God, that's wild. I know. So again, these things happen. And I think to make sure that, you know, if we're going to have real actual knives or whatever it is, make sure we got the, the dummy one in there, the trick one and not the real one. Yeah. And maybe again, it's up to the, you know, not just the armor, but again, it may be up to the actor or actress who's going to handle them. Hey, let me make sure this is, you know, Loaded with blanks. Let me make sure this is not the real knife or sword or whatever they're going to use. Yeah. Actual training on how to operate these weapons. Yeah, I guess the, what the investigation. Yeah, the investigation is going to have to. I, mean, I don't think. I mean, like like we said, it's not like an actual crime has been committed. It's it's just a, a case of gross negligence. Yeah. And I guess I guess we have to figure out the investigation is going to try to uncover whether there was whether this really was a true horrible accident or if there was negligence on the set mm-hmm. because that's i guess that's what we're going to have to wait and see on yeah exactly 
And if there was gross negligence, then okay, who is the negligent on? Obviously, it has to be on the armor because she's that the one seems, that was supposed to be in charge of handling the weapons. Yeah, that seems like the logical answer to me, yeah. unfortunately. And if now if Alec Baldwin had more of a executive producer, more of a role than just starring in the film, then yes, I could see him being one that, you know, yeah, you should have known because you were working with the armory, working with direct, you know, whoever, whatever it is, you should know. Yeah. But I think in Hollywood moving forward, like we've said before, there has to be, I think, some more checks and balances to make sure this doesn't happen again. But of course. All right. Moving on to our final story, the what story. Um, when I did read this, I was kind of what? So <laughs> Drake is starting off 2023 by telling his, quote, truths. And so to cap off or to, to start 2023, he wrote on his Instagram stories, quote, going to start using 2023 to tell you my truth. So what is the one truth that he started to share for the new year? Quote, I have seen more stuff in private bathrooms than anybody ever. Whenever you are waiting in line to use the bathroom, just know there's an amazing clean private room that they refuse to show you. Now, yeah, for, thank you for that, Drake. Yeah, so <laughs> let, let's let's clear that up. Drake doesn't <laughs> hang around in most places that we do. Yeah, and in other news, water is wet. <laughs> Drake, Drake is not going to your local dive bar. Drake yeah. is going to your I need my VIP velvet area with, you know, $10,000 per bottle champagne and my own little area with very swanky couches and my entourage where no one can get to me. Yeah. And I'm going to drop about 60 grand here just because I can. Yeah, this yeah, this doesn't mean us, the peons. No, like no. we still have to deal with dirty bathrooms and it is what it is. But Drake is not going to the neon cactus. Drake is, <laughs> you know, not going to the other the other places that we go to that maybe is like five dollars to get in. And the 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 you know, the drink prices average between five to, you know, ten, eleven dollars. No. Drake is going to the place that, like I said, he will drop 60 grand on champagne bottles and tip everybody very well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, just like, say places say that you, we'd have to take out a second mortgage to get into. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, say what you really mean, Drake. You can have a clean bathroom if you have enough money. Just say that. That's not exactly. a truth. I mean, that's, I mean, I guess it is a truth, but it's like, right. duh. Now, if he, if he went on to tell me that, Hey, just so you know, what I've seen is when I'm waiting in line at Starbucks to use the bathroom and they actually have private bathrooms, then I'd be like, wait, 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 Drake, tell me more. How yeah. do I do that? <laughs> exactly. You mean to tell and, me and that there's another room in Starbucks that has a, a bathroom that no one is using and it's like sparkly clean? Yeah. Tell me more about that. <laughs> Don't tell me about the the very expensive places that you go actually have a private room that they don't show you. But because I'm Drake, I know where they are. No, exactly. A small percentage of us would even dare get to go and see just the public room that everyone has to use. Even I'm sure those bathrooms look pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, like when you go to Vegas and like you, you go to the, the hotels, this is something my mom likes to do, by the way. She will always tell my wife and I, oh, when you go to this casino, go to their bathrooms. It's, they're really nice. 
Oh yeah. I was like, well, I mean, I will say though, I mean, the 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 casinos and the hotels over there are pretty cool to look at anyway. And then you go to the bathroom, like, you know, this actually isn't a bad bathroom, you know. Well, but, and it's also like a little tone deaf because. Yes. I mean, well, yeah. When you have the staff to clean a bathroom, like, do do you understand like where what you're saying, dude? When you're like these, like, I I. I frequent these places who can afford to have this staff that goes in and, and, and cleans my bathroom or this private bathroom for me, where it's just like, you know, like it's so tone deaf. It is. Because it's like most businesses are barely hanging on as it is post pandemic. Like a lot of these businesses are, are really struggling with, you know, ordering food, ordering supplies. So it's like, to to point out that you get this high class treatment while the rest of us are just hanging on by a thread is so tone deaf and very on brand for Drake. <laughs> I, I, this is just, just what a jerk. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, it is. I mean, look, 99% of his fans will never be able to experience that. Let's just be yeah. for real. I mean, if we ever get some kind of VIP like pass to go hang out with Drake, the first thing we're going to ask is show us the private bathroom. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's exactly what I do. Like, here's he my media badge. <laughs> yeah, he flies us out to L.A. or New York to go hang out with him at some really expensive club. First thing we're going to ask, where's the private bathroom? Plus, he's Canadian. Where Where is he from? Is it's, it Ontario? Uh, I think so. That or yeah, I, yeah, that's a good question. He's, he's from Canada. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was Ontario. I could be wrong. But oh well, yeah. I because I'd like to I'd like to go up to Canada. So Drake, I would like to hang out with you. I would take L.A., New York, Canada, wherever you're from. I don't care. I want to see these fancy bathrooms. Uh, he's from Toronto. Oh, Toronto. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So there you go. In exchange, I can it's, show him my bathroom, which I do keep very very clean at my house. Well, you know, so do we. But I have a feeling that if Drake saw one of our clean bathrooms, he'd be you feel a little cramped, a little claustrophobic, even though they look probably huge to us, to him, you're like, yeah, my bathroom is I, about the size of your house. I am very proud of my bathroom, but you are so right. He'd walk in and be oh, like, yeah. is this your closet? What is, is this your, my, 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 my master bathroom is as big as your master bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> like, your whole east wing of, of your house, your entire house is a, is about the size of my master bedroom in bathroom. <laughs> you know what we ought to do now, I think. Remember remember the simple life with Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie? Oh, my I think, God. I think we need to take some of these celebrities that are way out of touch with reality and just have them, instead of calling it the simple life, call it the real life. Yes. You know, let's, let's bring back the real life, but actually have them, you know, be amongst us here in, in this in this class of people. Like, yeah, our, our house is about, you know, 1,600 square feet. They would they would not know what to do. No, they wouldn't. I would, host, I would host a celebrity. I have I have a spare bedroom. I would host a celebrity for a month. They could yes. come and live with me. There you go. You'll go and to experience, work. Yeah, yes. experience day-to-day work. Experience day-to-day work? Like, oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Yeah, we're a little light on funds this week, so we're not going to eat out. What we are going to do is cook our own meal. Yeah, but but I got a good deal. I got a good deal at Walmart on spam. Yes. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna hey, we gotta go to the Sam's Club after we're done here because yeah, <laughs> we gotta get some you know chicken. 
Yeah, exactly. all, all the other stuff in bulk. You mean you don't have people do that for you? No, we don't. We actually drive there and get it ourselves. You know, it might be a, a good exchange too, because it's content for them. Because I mean, they could use that content to yes. offer their social medias for a whole TV show, like you said. Or, and you know, so it's a good exchange. I I say I say let's I do it. So. Anyone is I interested. Think, yes. it, what you know what? Yeah. What if you, if you're out of touch with reality, we can help you with that. We we will do a service. <laughs> yes, we will bring you back down from your hierarchy to remind you of just the regular people. For sure. That's going to do it for this episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. We dissect, discuss, gossip, speculate about some of the big entertainment stories from the week. You can listen to us every Tuesday with new episodes. Make sure you subscribe as well. You can listen to the episodes at B1029.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. For Shiler, I'm Joe from B1029, and we will talk to you again next week.